Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers, as always, with the Master of Ceremonies, the man on court. They call him the Lakers' biggest cheerleader, Kounder. Chama, how are you? I'm good and still cheering. We won last night. Thank you. Big shout out well, to the uh, Detroit Pistons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good win for the Lakers. Never saw them beating the Pistons in this one. Obviously, I'm just talking trash. Um, but yeah, not 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 a bad win for them. And it's been a really interesting season so far. Um, you know, one of those things where you, so many surprises, so much you just don't know what's happening. Um, and I think that's what's been keeping us good. But I must say, we have missed you. Um, obviously, we had a bit of a break. Uh, for about a week or so as Kaunda was traveling. Uh, but we're back. We're back to the business. Kay, you, you ready? You fired up. You're all ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, uh, I've got uh, my, my, my game time in. I got my game minutes. And so I'm raring to go. Let's let's do this, Cyrus. I, I, we're talking okay. about one of the best teams in, in recent history here today, right? Yeah, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors, but not necessarily because they're one of the best teams, but because we had them as one of the favorites, and so many people did. But their start to the season has been absolutely abysmal. Um, whichever way you want to look at it, especially their away form has been bad. As we record this, they're coming off the back of a good win um, against the uh, New York Knicks. So their record is presently at seven wins and nine losses. That's a heck of a lot of losses. Consider this, a few years back, that was the total number of losses they had in an entire season. So, you know, it's it's, maybe it's one of those things. Win the rest of the, maybe they're going to win all the rest of the games. You never know. I, I, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put any money on it. But let's give everybody <laughs> our social media handles right now. We are at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook for all things NBA from an African perspective. And a big shout out to our partners as well, supersport.com, Abet Koza. And, you know, we like to always keep things real here. Um, you are our biggest partners as well. Kounder, that's all the cheese. I got that out the way. Let's get into it. The Golden State Warriors, should they be worried about their form, what's happening with their team, and wh- whether or not they actually have the prospects to win the championship? Look, Cyrus, if you remember at the beginning of the season, I said uh, they were going to definitely run it back. Well, potentially mm. run it back. Uh, I had uh, Los Angeles Clippers as a potential challenger in the Western Conference Finals. So right now I'm being proven wrong on both fronts. <laughs> because Yeah, uh, those Clippers. Yeah, the, the you Clippers told me are, are never clipping. to count on them. Hey, uh, Cyrus, look, I, I thought, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, but the Warriors, who, who would have thought there would be a less than 500 team at the moment? Uh, nobody. And uh, I, I, I think that they, together with the Detroit Pistons, I stand corrected, one of them has the worst away record. I think it's now the Detroit they're Pistons. Both, I think, they I think they're I think because, I think because, they're the, both. because the Warriors won in New York. And the, the Warriors uh, won the, in you know the Warriors won in in San Francisco, um, in San so Francisco. the the away records are still the same. Um, uh, still the I, same. I believe poor. That's that's the official term they're using. <laughs> yeah, so I think the Pistons and the Warriors both have what could potentially be currently the worst away records in the league at the moment, which is not a good sign. I mean, especially for uh, a, a team that is the defending champion, and and you know they they, they I was watching. Um, uh, well, would you call it a, a podcast or a show that's done by Draymond Green? And mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about the 2021-2022 championship. And yeah. uh, he mentioned something very important. He said, you know, for him, that, that's the most important uh, ring 
because obviously you had the the 2015 ring right which was yeah, yeah. cool they 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 beat the, the 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 Cleveland Cavaliers, but then the Cavaliers had the excuse that Kevin Love and uh, Kyrie at the time, who were two of their big three, were injured. So people were like, yeah, 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 you know how people are. Then mm-hmm. they won seven, 2017 and 2018, and everybody was saying, no, they couldn't, they couldn't have done without KD because KD brought in that X factor, yada, yada, yada. Then he says, well, this one for me is the most important ring because it's the big F you to all the naysayers, right? Yeah. Now, Fast forward to the beginning of a new season, and they're mm-hmm. literally limping here. Like, well, you know, uh, because it's people, people be swinging, people be swinging at training camp, um, connecting with their True. teammates. So, you know, there's so many different things off the court that have affected this team. But yeah. clearly, the chemistry is an issue. Like, there's a major problem here, and and mm-hmm. I think this is something that people had been looking to to see what would happen with the Warriors going to the future because. At some point, you've got to ask the questions uh, around who gets paid. And whoever gets paid generally stays, right? And within yeah. that space, you're then going to create a lot of tension. I mean, you've got the older guys like Draymond, Clay, Steph. They're the backbone of whatever this Warriors franchise is. They've been there, done that, won the chips. But they should be getting paid first and foremost. Now, Draymond is coming up for an extension soon. And so his expectation is, well, he needs to get paid just like Clay and just like, like Steph did. Um, yeah. But obviously, because of the way things are timed, because of the championship, all of that stuff, you then have Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins getting their money way beforehand, which in a way probably affects what the amount Draymond can get. So that then causes friction. But then the question then is when you have no money left to spread around, you're forced to then start playing a lot of guys who don't have a lot of experience in the NBA um, and a lot of youngsters. And that then leaves you in a situation that the Warriors find themselves in where their bench depth, which has generally been a really big plus for them over the years, is virtually non-existent. Yes, they've got the likes of Dante DiVincenzo there um, and, and, and one or two other pieces, but this isn't the Warriors of old, you know, like even, it's not even the Warriors of last season. Um, we're looking at a team here who, frankly, doesn't have enough experience of the bench to to keep pushing when the starters um, are, are taking a rest. Uh, some might say that's something that could easily be fixed. And yeah, you could definitely say that. But you also have guys like Jermichael Green who has to learn how to play with this group of players. Um, mm-hmm. Andre Iguodala hasn't come back um, to hit the court yet. And so maybe that's where the Warriors have to look is... How do they strengthen the, the bench? And then also look at, at what's happening with some of the other guys who aren't named Steph Curry because he's been lighting up the place. Well, look, Cyrus, I think um, uh, the Warriors might have made a similar mistake to what the Lakers did. And uh, that's uh, get rid of experience uh, for maybe cap space. Or, or I don't know what the thought process was because the likes of uh, Damian Lee and... Uh, um, you know, they're, 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 those were people who were growing into their own, right? Uh, the, the likes of Juan Toscano Anderson, th- mm-hmm. those guys, you know, have so, had so spent let's look at years Let's at, look at, at who's the, left. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you mentioned Juan Toscano Anderson, you mentioned Damian Lee, Otto Porter Jr., Nemanja Bialica, Gary Payton II. I mean, that's yeah. what, five guys, five rotation guys. But, who but those are five key guys, even if they're coming off the bench, those guys. Yeah, like, yeah, they're in the rotation. Got, 
you've got nice production coming off those guys. And then, like I said, maybe it's a whole, let's free up some cap space and see what kind of monies we can move around because Draymond is coming up for an extension. Other guys like, you know, your Andrew Wiggins and, and the Jordan Pools who were big time performers during the postseason and into the, you know, into the finals itself, they're going to be wanting a bit of a bigger price. No, they've, so, they've gotten paid. I mean, that's the you, thing. You see what I mean? So maybe that's why they made those moves. But... The, the 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 Warriors, besides having a very strong core over the past, say, uh, seven years, yeah, seven years from twenty fifteen, yeah. um, when they won their first recent chip, right after you know like a fifty year drought, you, they mm -hmm. always had your 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 Sean Livingston's coming off the bench, mm. your Andre Iguodala's coming off the bench, uh, Leandro you, you know, Barbosa. But bosses coming off the bench. They always had that bench depth that even when Steph oh, David Clay, West, Raymond, David West, the guy looked like a WWE or MMA fighter, always gave me like those heebie-jeebies. You know, <laughs> like, I fight, would never fight pick a fight. I wouldn't pick a fight with David West. Not today, not tomorrow. No. But look, Cyrus, like, like you, you know, because, you know, you had the steps and the bogeys uh, starters, you know, and, and then you had the bench, which was equally really, really productive but now uh, i mean this is like a semi rebuild if you will you keep the core mm -hmm. but you you start rebuilding the pieces around them where you know people like jordan Poole becomes even more important the rebirth of an andrew wiggins becomes very much more important so yeah. now i i think like i said obviously it wasn't as as, as bad uh a decision as the Lakers who blew up a, a championship winning team and then brought in an old age home let's not go there uh -huh. but um but with the Warriors, I think they, they did it to a lesser extent, but it's beginning to show that, you know, you, you should be very careful how you reorganize a team because, like you said earlier on, that chemistry gets affected and, and then you get found starting a season with seven wins and nine losses and wondering a couple of seasons ago, we only ever suffered nine losses out of 82 games. What's the problem now? What do we do? Where do we go? Look, they still have uh, the opportunity to turn things around. It's not as mm -hmm. if it's a full-gone conclusion, uh, kind of like what the Lakers situation might be. But um, <laughs> look, Cyrus, I'm just facing facts here. You, you, uh, you're telling the truth, brother. You're telling the truth. Uh, you are here to preach and you are preaching the word. You're only agreeing because it's anti-LeBron. So let's move on and I go believe back anti, to the anti -Lakers. Warriors. <laughs> anti Lakers, <yeah. laughs> you, you you know, like let, 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 let's think about it. They 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 are a young enough team. Uh, they've got enough experience, and 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 they can turn it around. But just look at it this way: Steph needs some rest, and Clay needs mm -hmm. some rest, and Draymond needs some rest, and say Andre is leading the Andre Gudala is, is reading is leading the second unit. Who is out there with him? Okay, uh, that can Jordan Poole. Steal. Jordan Poole, I guess, is there with him. Andrew Wiggins will probably yeah. stay on for more minutes. But I, I don't really see that squad uh, giving the starters or even the second units of the the, the Milwaukee yeah, the teams, Bucks, yeah. the, 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 the Boston Celtics, and just you know picking even the Philly 76ers, especially with the form that one. Uh, your boy from Cameroon, uh, Joel Embiid, is beginning to, yeah. to to get on. I'm like, yo, um, you know, they they they's really. I think the Warriors should get, start getting worried. It, okay, so that was what I was gonna do. Was I was gonna ask you a question here? Should they be worried? Should they be worried about whether or not they can actually go and make to make it to the finals, and then potentially 
um, win it again. Because it seems as if with their current form, with the struggles that they have, um, and mm-hmm. let's also not forget they've lost the defensive coach in Mike Brown. Like he is gone. So they, they've yep. also lost somebody on the bench uh, from a coaching perspective. Um, there's been a lot of change in this organization. Should they be worried about what their prospects are for winning a championship? Cyrus, I know a lot of people would say, oh, it's early. They're not even, we haven't even reached uh, the all-star you know, break yet because that's when people really start taking that overall uh, performance into consideration, right? Once we pass that February mark and we're, we're now going into March. But, uh, and you know, the old uh, cliche is it's not how you start, but how you finish, right? But still, mm-hmm. uh, if you're starting in a situation where you, the chemistry is not quite, quite getting together, and then you start thinking, uh, do we trade people? Do we do we bring in some more pieces, uh, or do do we just try and ride it out? Because let, 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 let's be honest. Besides the five guys that we mentioned, and five guys is a is is, is, is yeah. a whole team. It's a lot of floor, guys. Right? It's mm-hmm. a whole team on the floor. So I can't say besides the five because the five guys that they let go of, it's beginning to show that that that's a that's a huge impact. Because yeah. you, Otto Porter Jr., experienced player, mm. right? Uh, Damian Lee. Top, top draft gro- pick from back in the day. Had, had grown up around Stephen Clay, watching them play and learned a lot, right? Be- besides mm-hmm. the relationship uh, on the family side. Uh, and then yeah. you look at Gary Payton II, much like his dad, bit of a problem on the defensive end, also a performer on the offensive end. Why get rid of him? I'm not sure. So it, Cyrus, it's, it, it all it's, comes down to money. Yeah, you don't they come just down couldn't to money, afford to keep everybody. It, 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 it's also worrisome because you, you expect a lot of people to do, or some of the key players to do a lot of heavy lifting. So how much heavy lifting can Steph do? You know, you, you are now putting Steph in uh, LeBron territory here where he will turn around and tell you Warriors fans and Warriors management to say, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, we yeah, haven't and- really, let, let's face it, we haven't really seen clay of old really returned and i hate to say that as a big clay fan myself but it's the truth and i know what post injury playtime can be to certain people you know he's not kevin durant we've seen kevin durant post post major injury but he seems to have come back right he's still that killer he's still the durantula but but i think kevin durant is the exception and i I was about to go there because we we really have never seen that Clay Thompson, who I considered the second best shoot after uh, Steph in the league, he, and, and defensively more so, he looks a bit slower than he's been in the past. Maybe mm. it's that caution. I don't want to get hurt again. You know, those back-to-back injuries must have affected him. Uh, you know, yeah. mentally at a certain level. You know, and I'm not yeah. saying this as an expert. I'm just assuming that you know, it. it well, he has spoken about it. And Cyrus, uh, Draymond Green as well hasn't been the Draymond Green of old. You know, I mean, and and you know. We we only get older. We don't get younger, right? And 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 even the guy we were talking Speak about for who spends a million. <laughs> no, there's a guy who spends a million dollars a year on his body. But you yeah. see now that Father Time is knocking at his door, right? And it's funny you how can't he's escape got this, it. this tongue-in-cheek advert with him, with him and uh, uh, Jason Momoa <laughs> acting as Father Time, and then I'm like, hmm, funny how now 
it's not art imitating life. It seems to be life imitating art now because Father Time seems to be catching up with old uh, King yeah. James there. So, so Cyrus, I think the same can be said. How much heavy lifting do you want from Steph? The dude needs and, and, help. And that's exactly it. And, and I think that when we look at it, because to answer the question that was asked, right, do I mm. think the Warriors are, should be worried? Yes, I do. Um, is there a, a lot of time to try and remedy stuff? There is. But I think there's also the sense of you can't serve two masters. You can't be building towards the future with young players as well as also trying to win a championship. There's almost a, a, a need for, for those lines to, to be blurred somewhat in the sense that mm-hmm. you do need a lot more experience to help out the likes of Clay uh, and, and Steph and Draymond, because those guys are getting older. They do need a little bit more assistance. And it also doesn't help in any way, shape, or form when Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, who just got big extensions, are playing poorly. They need to be playing at a far better uh, level. And that's where uh, what Jordan Poole did last season was so important, because he was able to take a lot of that heavy lifting off of Steph and say, I can have a stretch of really good games where I'm scoring 25 30 plus and then just take the the scoring load off you so that has to happen for the warriors the other thing is is that they need to be able to 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 call on some of the younger guys to do better defensively the fact that they've had to send james wiseman to the g league is not a good sign because he in essence needs to be the backup to Kevon Looney, who himself has had good games but he's also Kevon Looney. he's he's somewhat limited in what he does um, and I think that they need a, a backup big man who can also help in maybe small ball situations like Nemanja Bialica did or Otto Porter did in the sense that yep. they can go out there, grab some rebounds. I mean, Steph has been out rebounding most of his taller um, teammates. That should never be happening. And I think there's the, a, a problem from a coaching perspective as well where Steve Kerr has had, he's got a real problem trying to trust a lot of these Mm -hmm. youngsters in, in these games. Like Jonathan Ominga is not playing. Moses Moody is not playing. And these are the guys you need to have. So you can't have short rotations like they have been using or, or playing, you know, some of the other, I don't even want to call them that, but I will. No name brand guys like Anthony Lamb or, or, um, Anthony who, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> or Ty Jerome, you know, like these dudes. Who are we tying? Ty Jerome. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's look, a tough, look, tough situation. Look, Cyrus, in all seriousness, uh, I, I wouldn't understand why um, uh, Coach Kerr wouldn't play the likes of, of, of Jonathan Kaminga. First of all, first of all, he's one of our uh, Congolese brothers, so we want to see him, you know, uh, get mm-hmm. that uh, time on the hardwood, just like back in the days we used to cheer up one Festa Sazili before the injuries took his career sideways, right? Yeah. Um, but Cyrus, you, you know, sometimes, I, I don't know, coaches' decisions you, you can't understand maybe until you're in their shoes because the kind of promise Jonathan Kuminga was showing last season was was remarkable. But then again, look, I was going to try and make a point to say, look, uh, maybe uh, even back in the days, the, the 2015 Warriors were led by the youngsters who were Clay, Steph, and Draymond, right? And then the the, the big uh, veterans were just their, their 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 supporting cast, if you will. But that was a different time, and this is a different mm. time, right? And, the, and, the, the, and they were, they're not the quite the same youngsters, because if you but, look but, at but that's like... what I mean. Uh, so because now the, the Steph and Clay and Dre are now becoming the 
not not exactly the Sean Livingstons, but but you know the no, older they're the, players. They're the vets. They're the vets. Yeah, they're the There's vets no question, now. So right? maybe maybe he needs maybe Coach Kerr needs to trust more in the youngsters like Yokomingas and them and and try and push them because he's got the backups in the the, 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 the multi championship winning vets. But like I said. That, those are coaching decisions. Sometimes we don't understand. I mean, it, it's, it's I, I like think I under, I think I get it because mm. he doesn't want the beatings to be worse than they already have been. They already and he can already <laughs> well, see the defensive rotations are not there. The guys are not hitting shots. It's mm. affecting their confidence. They don't have the confidence. But then, not playing them doesn't help either. So I, I, I totally yeah. understand. He's he's in a bit of a rock and a hard place. And then this comes down to Bob Myers. What does Bob Myers do? And and the Warriors have some very big decisions to make here. Um, let's take a quick break, Counter. We'll come back and then we'll discuss the decisions that they need to make in order to push things forward. Do they stay the same? Do they just hold still? Or do they start making wholesale changes? But we'll be right back after this. Counter Chama, let's get into it. The Warriors need to make some decisions here. They need to know exactly what it is they're going to do going forward because much like they keep saying, oh man, they're wasting prime LeBron years and this feels like it's another Lakers pod. We're talking about wasting prime Steph years here. Like Steph has been balling out of his mind. And just to, I mean, even in losses, he's scoring 50 points and that sort of thing. So I'm going to start mm-hmm. um, by asking... What do you think if you're the GM or you're you're in charge of the Warriors? Wh- what would you do? Um, do you think it's it's better to sit pat, just let the the youngsters play and try and give them some minutes and see how how much better they can be? Do you start already canvassing for some help from from older players and or rather let's call them experienced players who need contracts? What would you do, Cyrus? Uh... At the moment, I think I would ride this one out into the All-Star break and, and, and see what happens. And then from there, I'll try and see who's available in, in that, you know, in free agency or whatever and, and see how we can pad the squad, if you will. Because um, with, the, with, with the challenges the likes of James Wiseman has had and you're sending him now to the G League, I, I don't know when his confidence is going to come back and... Um, you know, I, I know they managed to win a championship with Kavon Looney as the primary big guy, who we both know is an undersized big, but I still think he needs some help because, like we said, we're only getting older and not younger. Unlike you, Benjamin Button, Cyrus Rogers, who's getting younger. You know, but uh, his gray hairs are, uh, are a figment of imagination. Those are called highlights, Cyrus. They're your highlights. <laughs> Blonde highlights. Highlights. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Look, Cyrus, I, I would write it out until All-Star break because making a change now when already with the current squad you haven't even got that, you know, chemistry on lock, I, 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 w- I would wait it out a bit. I, I would even, like, you know, uh, get into... But, but what are you waiting say, for? What about these youngsters? To see so, if so he th- can play these youngsters and see if they can come to the fore because, believe me, even when Steph arrived at the Warriors, he didn't arrive there and everybody was like, you know... uh, Byron Davis, yeah, uh, and, 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 you know, the other, you know, world-class guards we've had in the past, we can push them to the side and bring this youngster in, and he might make it. You know, you got to try Steph. They had to try Steph. I said, okay, who's this kid yeah. with the bad ankles? Let's try him. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, my word, this kid is incredible. We, we need to develop him further. And, 
you know, maybe one day he might have a sneaker deal similar to Michael Jordan. And everybody laughed. And look, look, look at him now. Lo and behold. Uh, there you go. He's got his own curry brand and he's the best scorer uh, we've ever seen in this, the, the, you know, in this league. Uh, Cyrus, I, I would wait it up because, I mean, what rash moves would you make now? So, because so, so that's, they would just destabilize the, the, the chemistry even more, if you ask me. I think they wouldn't make a move immediately. I think that would be a thing that that most like GMs in the NBA would know it's not going to happen right away. But mm-hmm. I do think that they should start looking at at potentially trying to cash in on some of, of these younger players. The thing about that though is that it leaves them in a very tough spot because what are you getting from a value perspective? And you've mm-hmm. you've used your number two pick in the draft to to draft somebody like James Wiseman and and that hasn't worked out the way you wanted it to immediately so it it almost feels like a rush job but the thing is how many contracts can they put together to bring other guys in and who else can they bring in so those are the kinds of questions that the Warriors have to answer I mean as is they are so deep in the luxury tax right now it's unbelievable like if you look at the top earners in their team right now Steph is earning 48 million followed by Clay on 40 million Wiggins on 33.6 Draymond on 25.8 and then you've got um weirdly in in, in the way the the deals are structured right now 9.6 mil for James Wiseman um Jordan Poole's contract only and, kicks and in that, next season that, that's an annual salary right yeah, I mean, that's that's this year. So we're yeah. looking at what's happening this year, considering Steph goes from 48 this year to 51 next year. So, you know, you've still got these ascending contracts. Clay Thompson has, he's in the final year of his contract next year as well. So there's so many things that they have to try and deal with from a money perspective. And it's like, so what do you do? Now, this is where things start to get really interesting for, for the Warriors because they need to 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 get Jordan Poole firing. That, for me, is the central thing here. That's how you start to fix a lot of what's happening. If he can give you more offensive production, then it mm-hmm. definitely helps you. Because I think we have to also be very mindful about what's happening uh, with the Warriors from a stats perspective. So, I mean, these are the defending champions. They're 12th in the NBA in offensive rating. Um and then when you look at it from a defensive perspective, and that's really where the biggest problems are, they are 24th in the NBA right now in defensive rating. So you're looking at a net rating that leaves them sitting in 18 in the NBA. That's just not good enough if you're trying to win a championship. Now, you're the one who Cyrus, mentioned this a little bit earlier. I might have a solution. Uh-huh. Well, before your solution, I was just going to say, yeah. just to finish off the point, you still have to beat other teams other great teams and right now they don't have the firepower to do that yes they beat the celtics with a relatively similar team but the reality is Mm. five guys who played lots of minutes for them in the finals are gone gone. so let's hear about your your solution this is a stab in the dark you can laugh at me about it later on. Can I start laughing now or, or later? Yes, you, you, you can start. <laughs> Let's go for it. So, Come on. You send Clay to Indiana. Oh, goodness. And you get Buddy Hield, who is a shooter, because Clay is mm-hmm. a shooter and he hasn't been having a good time. And then you get Miles Turner, who is a big guy, who has got blocking abilities. I'm just saying. 
I think so. You've you've brought up a point here. I disagree that that move will happen. But you've brought up a well, point here saying. in the sense that, in the sense that, right? We're trying to find solutions as to what could fix the Warriors and how they can get going. And the reality is, for you, you think that Clay is the tradable piece. That in essence, they're probably likely to get something from Clay because Clay from, from still a got Clay value. Deal? Yeah, Clay still got value, and, and he's still a likable player. So he can go somewhere and be liked. He's not like Draymond who's taken on the villain role and wherever he's going to go, people are, are going to think he's high maintenance. So because, hang on, you know, and then so he's you're been saying, known to slap teammates. Clay is <laughs> just Clay's His just history a good of slapping guy. teammates is pretty, pretty high. <laughs> you know, but look, Clay is that nice guy. Clay, Clay, and 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 maybe Clay just needs a change of environment, and maybe so, something so that would challenge him differently. As the Warriors GM, you are the Bob Myers, Kawanda Myers, uh, yes. Bob Chama, whatever we want to call you. So Bob Chama, you're correct. saying you're the mo- the player you would most likely target to move on is Clay Thompson as opposed to Draymond Green, because I'm in a camp that sits outside of that decision completely if we're looking at look, it from a value perspective look, and also what can happen for the team look strange stranger things have happened cyrus and sometimes you might have to break up the big three in order to to, to, to get something i, I don't happen. i don't doubt that actually and if because, anything i think that you're correct on that but i think that for me you're targeting the wrong dude who would you trade draymond without but question draymond's he'd value, be the guy draymond's so, value has dropped so, so remember so, the thing about Draymond you, is that yeah, let's look at it from a from from a salary perspective first and foremost, right? Uh-huh. He's earning twenty five million, twenty five point eight million this year, twenty seven point five million next year. So he's also on an expiring contact contract, contract and yeah. his next um, um, contract is a player option. So mm-hmm. you could have teams like the Pacers who could take him on. And still know that they don't have to keep him because you know the contract is 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 relatively short. Yeah. But yeah. he does give teams a lot of defensive capabilities. And when you're chasing a championship, that's possibly next to your scoring. Well, obviously in any team sport, that's how it goes. Your defense is one yeah. of the things you focus on. So I think that you'd get a lot of interest from potential um potential championship chasers who would want to have somebody who's a bit of a glue guy who can do stuff for you from a defensive perspective and this is the other element to this getting rid of Draymond helps alleviate some of the toxicity around the team because that punch has really ruined a heck of a lot of stuff I don't think the Warriors have a similar start to the season without any of the Draymond um, BS that happened off court because it affected Poole's confidence and his play, and he uh-huh. wasn't able to just focus on playing. I mean, the thing is, you just won a championship. You know that you've uh, negotiated a new contract that kicks in next season, and the first thing you have to deal with is getting punched out cold by your teammate. And then, you know, well, that being a thing. In the words of one uh, rapper called T.I., watch what you say to me. But <laughs> I'm just saying, though, Cyrus... If I'm the Pacers, right, and I'm looking at Draymond Green, like you said, maybe it's a situation where we don't want to keep him because the Pacers have had a Draymond Green before. His name is Lance Stevenson, and we all know how that ha- how that went down. He was good for a while. Him and Roy Hibbert and Paul George were good, and da, da, da. that never worked. But do you know why I'm leaning more to a Clay Thompson? Because 
We mm-hmm. also tend to forget that Clay Thompson is a two-way player. Clay Thompson can uh, defend at a high that, clip. That he is, he, though he is we've just said he's not. Guard. He's a big shooting uh, he, guard. He right? is, he, he's he is size-wise. He's a big, size-wise, he's a big shooting guard, and he can defend as well. He's just having a bad couple of – well, one and a half bad seasons, let's say that. Maybe he needs a new environment. By I his standards. Think, by his standards, yes, of course. By his standards, he's – he, he's he's having uh, a bad season. I think I even saw a stat that was uh, shown that uh, uh, one Russell Westbrook is actually shooting at a better percentage than Clay Thompson at the moment, which was pretty scary. <laughs> I was like, mm. okay, dude must be having a really bad season by his standards, right? So I don't know. I just think if, if I'm sometimes Cyrus, as you know, uh, I'm one to sometimes risk a drastic move to see what happens right so i i would opt for i, I believe they uh, call that right? gambling well, yeah you know me uh, uh michael take a, take owen and michael jordan you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but i i hear you i hear where you're coming from I, I guess the thing for me is i look at this and i say it's a bad apple situation you don't mm, take mm. out one of the good apples uh and keep and a bad apple around exactly right and and i yeah, think I, that I we're at a point now where draymond's antics have become a bit problematic for the team i'm putting a lot on draymond here and the other thing is his form has also been pretty bad for the last like he's been declining from a form perspective but when mm. you put him in spaces like the Warriors have, where you've got other scorers around him and he doesn't have to worry about that, he can actually help alleviate some of the ball handling um, responsibilities from guys. I mean, a team like the Portland Trailblazers would love to have somebody like Draymond Green there. Um, because now, Let's not play he, with the word love too much. Eh? Look, you, you have to understand that, yes, mm. Draymond can be combative and all of that stuff, but... Dennis Rodman and Draymond Green are two different people, and Rodman played on quite a few teams. So there are yep. guys who've had way worse, um, let's call it personality issues, that have had great careers. And and so we're, yep. we're, we're, we're sort of saying Draymond is this terrible guy and what have you and bad in the locker room. I mean, punching a guy in the face is bad in the locker room, but I think that when you look at it... Even he, worse in the fit, gym. Yeah, dude. Oh my goodness. With a camera nearby. Uh, yeah, with everybody yeah, there. Like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and it could be a whole bunch of different frustrations that have acted up there. And and we don't know what he's tried to do to remedy the situation internally, but things just don't look right. So for me, that's what I would do. I mean, we're trying to bring some some stability as such. It's just that once you do that, and, and this is where we go back to the question of does that necessarily fix the Warriors? Because you're taking out the one, the best defensive player on their team, and who do you replace him with? Because it's not like there's, it's not like there's tons of great defensive players out there um, that That's would why do I was going to or the give paces, you. Bro. I was going to the places because Miles Turner. But Miles Turner, no Miles Turner doesn't give you what Draymond gives you. Miles Turner will give you being able to protect the rim and then potentially yep. go body to body with a big. That, that's what, gives you, what you needed from but, from from Wiseman. Then you okay. you got your shooting, which you needed from. But remember, uh, from from, 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 from yeah. But 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 that doesn't necessarily give you the switchability. So in essence, the Warriors' defense changes again because they have a switchable mm. defender, Draymond Green, who covers guards and bigs. 
um, when they're yeah. trying to play small. It then means that yeah. the Warriors never have a small ball lineup because they don't necessarily have somebody who could give them um, a small five. You know, like yeah. maybe they tried they tried Kuminga there because he's an um, uh, an option in the team. But mm. the reality is they need to start thinking of how they want to retool if they do retool. So I think that there's some major um, d- uh, questions that need to be answered by them. But I think we're in agreement here, right? They do need to fix something. We're not necessarily yeah. saying it has to happen today, but they have to fix something and it has to happen real soon, especially if they want to win a championship. So here's here's the final point that I want to, I will question I want to ask you, and it will center around the Warriors as well. You've gone past the All-Star break. You've made some changes. What are your best-case scenarios in terms of where you think they could actually pull themselves up to in the NBA standings? Because right now, as we record this, they are 11th outside the play-in places. Um, Yes, they're just behind um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. But the reality is that even in 11th place, uh, uh, there are three and a half games back from the number one-seeded Portland Trailblazers. So do you think that like, let's say the Warriors suddenly find some form, the youngsters are playing, everybody clicking, and suddenly they go back to, like, let's say the one, two, or three seed. Do you think that there's a possibility they could just say, yep, that was it, just a blip, we're just going to carry on? So there's two things I'm asking you there. What's the best case scenario if things sort of don't fix themselves by the All-Star break? Where do you think they'll be? And let's say things do fix themselves. Do you think they then say, right, we're just going to sit, sit pat? I, I think uh, realistically looking at the fact that uh, the All-Star break is still about four months away, right? Um, yeah, we're looking at February. Um, I would say by February, uh, they could possibly turn around and be hovering in the top six. Uh, okay. By the end of the season, if the Warriors start worrying, not worrying, but worrying, <laughs> I, I think they could end this season top four. And, okay. and, and, and you know, when the Warriors are top four, anything can happen, Cyrus. They, they, they just could hand some True. beatings out that you've never seen in your life and <laughs> just, just do their thing. So I'm not writing them off because, first of all, like, you know, they, they, they still have players on that squad that, that, that can light up and, and uh, mm. maybe just, you know, early season uh, jitters, wobbles, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but uh, I, I I could never write off, uh, especially in this era, uh, a, a Warriors team that still has Steph Clay and Draymond, and now a promising youngster like Jordan Poole, and promising youngsters like uh, Jonathan Kuminga's. Uh, I know we we don't speak as highly as we should about Kevin Looney, but he's still Kevon Looney. Sorry, Kevon Looney, still, and and he's still uh, an impact I mean, player. Yeah, and and, and, and don't he, forget he, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, uh, who had a rebirth at that franchise. So let's not be quick to write them off, Cyrus. I, I, I'll be honest, and I'm not the biggest Warriors fan here, but like, let's not be quick to write them off because things can turn. They, they've got they've got a coach who was coached by Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich. Cyrus, listen, let's wait. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, so we've gone we've gone from these big big but, problems. They need to but change things. things. Turn around. They, they, they could turn around. I mean, even this could even happen once they trade a Draymond. It, it, it could turn things if around. They I, trade, I mean, and and that if, was the question if, I was asking you. You know, it, is it, that if they trade, then they could turn around in a different way. 
and they, they might trade and then things go go south. Cyrus, that, that's the the thing about a trade, right? You, 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 it's a gamble. They, they, mm. they, 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 there's no guarantee unless you're taking a Kevin Durant to a very high powered warrior. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you're I almost mean, guaranteed is, a couple of chips. Kelly Oubre. Is that yeah, Kelly Oubre yeah. situation again at the Warriors, where you, there was you know, a, you know the hope and expectation, and it didn't it didn't pan out. It, it, but it didn't quite work. So, uh, but, but I, but I get you. They could finish top four, end of the season, and then cause trouble in the West and everywhere else. So I, I'm not disagreeing with you, I, but to answer the question, because I look at this and I think, you know, I. Personally, I think what the Warriors are doing is that they're, they're going to try and play as much as they can within themselves, try and improve internally before they start making any moves because there's a legacy issue here. And I think that as much as it's easy for us to turn around and say, Draymond, Clay, those guys can go now. There's the sense of we already know that we're going to be building statues to these guys, these three guys, um, yeah. and potentially Kevin Durant, so four guys outside this arena when when uh, when all is oh, said and done. Yes, no. he won he won two championships, no. and they've no. mentioned that they probably would. So no. as much as you say no, they've spoken about doing it, and because it's I can in the cards. be honest with you, they're not even going to build one for LeBron in LA. Well, but LeBron is it. Uh, let me not let's say unkind things to LeBron <laughs> and about LeBron. Um, I, I think they would, but then it's one of those things. Um, I, I think the thing about the Warriors, though, is that they will look at this and say, maybe what they do need to do is they keep Draymond, they keep Clay, they keep Steph, they keep Jordan Poole, Wiggins, Lo- Looney, those guys. The core guys are all staying. But they then say, maybe these youngsters in Wiseman and potentially even Kuminga could be on the on the trading block here, where they Ooh. they send them off to a team like um, like the Pacers, who we've been talking about a lot. They're not going to mm-hmm. get a lot of money for them because, like right now, Wiseman's earning nine point six million this year, then twelve point one million next year, um, mm-hmm. and and then he's even got. Um, like he'd have a qualifying offer that would come after that. Um, but then you're also looking at Kuminga, who earns 5.7 mil and 6.7. So, so like, a rookie deal, a rookie scale deals for a couple of years, th- those yeah. would be good for, for certain teams, but it doesn't necessarily net you somebody great. And you have to package a few people together in order to get some talent back. So let's say they do trade those two to a team like the Pacers, who are going younger. Um mm-hmm. And try to get somebody of commensurate value, whether that be, um, I mean, goodness, I don't think Heald or or um, Miles Turner would be oh, within right. that space from a from a um, a numbers perspective. The Warriors might just look around and say, "Who can we get from a vet- veteran space who can add to this team right now?" Because that in so itself is a big question. They might mess around and uh, land Carmelo Anthony at this rate, but anyway. Um, Cyrus, I'm going to ask you a question that you used to ask me about my favorite player, about your mm-hmm. favorite player. Now, what happens to the Warriors as much heavy lifting as they're putting on Steph if Steph gets injured? Let's touch forward. Then, hope that then, then Victor Wimbanyama <laughs> is the one. <laughs> Look, then we're, the re- we're definitely in an armored vehicle all the way home. Yeah. I don't see the Warriors tanking because when when – Steph got hurt a few seasons back. Clay was also out. Draymond was out. And Draymond isn't a scorer or anything like that. But I mm. think that they've got the ability to play 
at a specific level because they would they would then lean on the likes of 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 Jordan Poole, um, Andrew Wiggins. Those are championship winners. Jordan Poole has showed that he can score big and consistently. Um, yeah. Andrew Wiggins has showed that he can play way above himself when he's he's focused and locked in. Um, and I think they need to try and do that. And then the other thing is we then see the emergence of what happens with the likes of Kuminga and Moody when they're forced to. Um, mm-hmm. Because the thought, and it also comes down to what happens, what kind of injury is it? You know, is it yeah. like he's out for a couple of months? Because they they could possibly, even without Steph, scrape into the play-in places. And then if yeah. he comes back later in the season, try and do some stuff. But mm-hmm. I think the worry is, I think in order to try and make their chances of winning a championship easier, they're going to have to make some changes and that's going to really bring them to 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 have some real come to Jesus moments here with the likes of looking at the, the James Wiseman's, the Kumingas, the Moody's. Um but yeah, I think I think that's where we're going to have to leave it, Kay, because we've we've basically nailed every single one of these 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 discussion points. Um I think the Warriors do have a lot of work to do. Um, yes, they can turn things around. And because it's still so early in the season, when you look at and you look at the Warriors there in 11th place, but that's like three and a half games back from the team in first. Well, then how bad are things really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's the thing. Yeah, Even the Lakers, really bad 14th if... in the West right now, but they're five and a half games back from, from number one spot. And the reality is the Lakers are four and a half games back from sixth spot, which is the play off places in the NBA. So it's just that we look at these teams and we know they need to be way better than they currently are. Absolutely, Cyrus. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, like, uh, but I still believe, and my statement stays, the cream shall rise to the top in the West. I agree with you there, and we're going to see exactly who that cream is. Thank you so much, Kaunda Chama. Let's give everybody our social media handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook for all things NBA from an African perspective. Thank you to our partners, supersport.com and bet.co.za, Bet Koza. Uh, thank you for always being so good to us, our partners. And thank you, Mr. K. We, are, we know we're going to be hearing from you very, very soon. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, to all our listeners, thanks a lot for always tuning in and, uh, you know, streaming our uh, podcast. We do appreciate you. Please hit us up on our socials with any comments and complaints that you may have about Cyrus Rogers. And we will be (laughs) sure to respond within 21 working days. Thank you. That is indeed it. That is indeed it. Thank you, everybody. And make sure to keep watching the NBA and to listening to the Post Up Podcast. We will catch you courtside.